when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. You have one new voice message, new voice messages. Hi, Dad, it's Helen. Um, I've just heard that the weekend you hung out with uh, my little sister, and I think that's really, really lovely. But, um, you know, I have been calling quite a lot, and it would be nice to hear from you, because I'll, I'll go to Bella Italia with you. Like, I'm... I'm free. Um, I'm a fun daughter to hang out with. We can we can talk about like you know work at the poo farm or something. Just 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 call me back whenever. Like I'm I'm always here. You you've got my number, Dad. You've got my number. Thanks, Marco. Deleted. Hello and welcome to Daddy. Look at me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer, and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood, and of course, daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Hey, Rosie. Hello, Helen. Hello, how are you? Oh, you know what? Just fucking great. Where have you been? Hanging out with you all day. (laughs) But where have you been this weekend? McClunkless, a comedy festival. (laughs) Me too. What a coincidence. But I didn't see you. No. And I didn't see you. And you did the most incredible ninja move yeah. for a comedy I festival was ever. Such a ninja. My show was at nine PM. Mm-hmm. I got there at quarter to nine. Our show sold out. Ninety seater. She was completely unnecessary. <laughs> Sorry, Nish, you're actually not an official guest yet. So talking to the microphone is absolutely mental. You're talking over. She's got fucking daddy issues. Work on yourself. Sorry, we should have made that clear, but I feel like it was pretty obvious, right, Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's my turn. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, great. And now Rosie's crying. And now she's crying. Oh, Rosie, no. Oh God, Nish, what is wrong with you? Fucking psychopath. <laughs> Egging towards four, to be honest. Then you made me cry. You made me feel unsafe when you walked in. You went in for a hug, and I was like, "He's gonna hit. He's gonna hit." I've heard the things. Um, yeah, ninja move. I didn't. I was too tired. I thought in out gone. Impressive. And you made friends with someone in the B and B, and then yeah. you got a burger. Yeah. So jealous. Great burger. In, out, gone. I hung out with everyone, but that's because I was doing a show first thing in the morning and then a podcast, and then my show wasn't until nine, so I was just stuck there. And also, you were quite needy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. It was a very difficult neediness for me that day, though, because I went in, and so my mum's friend drove me in. No, Sunil Patel drove me in, actually. Yeah. Because I was staying at my mum's 
my friend's mum's house, fucking hell, in Bow Street. Yeah. And then we went in and then he was like, oh, I've got to go do this show with Jordan Brooks. And it's like, no one literally cares. And then he just like wandered off and I was like, was like bye then, whatever. And then I was just sitting in the cafe by myself yeah. and everyone, no one travels solo at comedy things. It was going groups, right? Yeah. And I'm like Hack. the less, like the, 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 comedian that's like least known at that comedy festival yeah. so no but like no i am and i'm completely okay with it because it's like the rise is going to be fucking meteoric <laughs> what <laughs> what was that laugh that was mental <laughs> actually doing really well i'm gonna do an hour this year <laughs> and people will c- come <laughs> please please come and then um, so I was just sitting there by myself and everyone was coming in in groups and I was like oh this is so lonely and then I got my group and I was so yeah. happy and then it was but it was like a friend from like home who isn't oh. like she's not cool and then um, we walked into a pub at one point and there was like all the cool girl comics oh. and I just ditched her I was like no 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 you bye, go bye. over there with the Welsh language comics no thank you and then I went and sat with like Sophie Duca Olga Cock um, Charlie Duncan, cool. um, Kima Bob, like the really oh, cool girls. Kima, she cool. I was doing really well. And then I went and sat with the Welsh language comics and my dad texted me and I was like, oh, my dad's texted me. And they all saw it and they said, are you in fucking sheep shagging country or what? And then oh. they were like, can we FaceTime him? We did and he hung up because he was like, I can't yeah. understand what they're saying. And I was like, this is a real, this is a bad <laughs> moment to be me. <laughs> like, it was so rough. So great weekend. All round. All round. <laughs> and then I had a coffee on the car journey back. Oh, no. And I lost my mind. Did you see this, Jack? No, because you just started following me on Instagram now. Rosie saw it. She made some comments. I Do you ever... Right, um, let's just introduce Jack. Nish. Hi, everyone. We've got Nish Kumar yeah. today. How's it going? We're blessed. Yeah. I was just at the... Uh, I was also at the same... Fe- well, Were I feel like I haven't, I haven't got much else to bring to this table because you guys started in quite a high-pitched voice and then talked about the comedy festival that I was at over the weekend and all I've got for you is a quite high-pitched voice <laughs> and an anecdote about the same comedy festival. No, but tell us your anecdote, but make your voice like higher even. I'll I, go lower. I just had a very nice... It was. It's always a very nice... I've been going to that festival since about 2012. It's a very nice right. time. Good time. Helen, you were very good in What Women Want. Which what was, was that? Oh, yes! Yeah. So the person who hosted that... I'm, I'm glad you said you acknowledged... Because the person who hosted that is my significant other. No! Yeah. How did you not know that? <laughs> I didn't know that! This is how out of the loop I am with everyone. Oh, my God! I love her! That's double Can A. we yeah. shout out Amy and I love you, Amy and what do I call her? You call her R-A-C. Because <laughs> her initials are A-A. Yeah. And so Rosie calls her the name of a different Rosie <laughs> breakdown service. And I bet she fucking loves it every time. <laughs> but then Rosie refers to herself as being daddy. So we all know that Rosie has some interesting nicknames for herself. I do love Amy, but we got sent like, right. So I've only met Amy a couple of times before and I was so excited to be asked to go on her podcast. And she sent us this thing like two days before being like, so we're going to be talking about um, bravery and yeah. like any moments that you have been brave or like how much do you, do you like being called brave or does that like, and I was like oh god this is like I need to do you know what I mean like really think about this because sometimes yeah. you get you're like oh, I'll just do it on the day and then you get asked and you're like you just sort of go into a bit of a hole like am I I don't what's yeah. the right thing to yeah. say and um but she started and I was like, okay, this is really serious. And then she was like, so I was watching the uh, Disney film Brave and I was yeah. like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was thinking about this like two hours last night in silence. What a waste uh, of my time. 
<laughs> but she yeah. is great. She loves a she loves a serious chat. <laughs> but she also yeah. loves the Disney film break. She also drank yeah. all my water. Classic. Did Andy she say that? She loves to drink people's water. <laughs> she did like a fake cough. So yeah. I opened a water bottle for her and gave it to her, which yeah. she bloody loved. Yeah, yeah. And then she just drank the whole bottle, and I was like, she is. To be fair, quite ill. Well, she's thirsty. It's because yeah. we've moved. Wait, are you sick? Because she gave me the bottle back afterwards. It was like, oh. you can refill No, it's just we've both had a couple of days of dust allergies. This is not interesting yeah. podcast okay. anecdotes. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in so, it. So, our podcast, Daddy Look at Me, guess, <laughs> guess who Daddy is. By any chance, is it you? <laughs> yeah. She's my daddy because I'm not that fussed about the one I've got. <laughs> Michael's nice, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. Ro- Rosie, just for wider context for people listening to this, Rosie supported me on tour this year. Yeah. And uh, just about halfway through the tour, she started insisting on being referred to as daddy. <laughs> Wait, are you the origin? Yeah. I mean, I'm not the... It's, she's the origin. <laughs> I no, were you the first one that maybe said yes? She yes. probably said yes. yes. It's just what you find with Rosie is it's easier to say yes to things rather than just have her persistently ask you. Please. Oh, is that why you're here? <laughs> I thought, I was like, oh, great, this is really upcoming on the podcast. No. <laughs> I am... Shout out to our manager, Paul. Paul Bertolotti, oh, a great man. Great, great surname too, like the olive oil. Yeah, yeah he's a great, great man. Yeah. It's, it's Bertolotti. But, Bertolotti's um, the olive oil. Oh, we're so close. Let's not be that person, Mish. I'm just trying to join in your old friends. And you're just there being like, actually, Helen, incorrect. Can I be a part of this? Or should I just wait outside and wait for my dad to call me? Fucking hell. Sorry, guys. Just try that again, like the olive oil. Exactly. <laughs> As we were. I love Paul and I feel like on tour, I was quite inappropriate sometimes. Are you referring to the time when you groped me backstage at the Watford Coliseum? Oh, yeah! <laughs> no, I was referring to when Paul brought his shorts. <laughs> God, I don't like it already. Uh, um, <laughs> Please tell me his son called you daddy instead of Paul. Oh, no, we got a Nando's classic Kuma. Truth. And, <laughs> Sorry, go on. I kept asking Paul's son to show me his Catching <laughs> 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 potion to show me his flies. And uh, how old is he, Rosie? Really? <laughs> Let's get the age. <laughs> Ten. Oh my god! <laughs> First of all, he's thirteen. <laughs> Second of all, that's not okay either. <laughs> I'm going to interject and say 13 I'm actually completely okay with. You know, 13, they're discovering themselves. They like the bit of attention. Rosie's giving yeah. it to him. He's hey, bloody welcome. Ordered thighs. Yeah, but that doesn't mean so... that you can ask him to see his thighs. Well, he is making a suggestion. <laughs> what's this young lad's name? We'll bleep it, but what's his name? His name. Great name. Chat. Let's get serious. Yeah. Let's talk live. Basically, we are both comedians because we've always needed 
attention. Thank and you. that comes from some deep rooted childhood trauma. Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it. So I want to learn more about that. <laughs> For the benefit of the listener, Rosalie's just sort of opened her palm and is just vaguely gesturing in my direction, but in a way that suggests every single element of the situation she's confronted with as she looks at me is somehow a problem. <laughs> well, thank you for explaining to her what she was doing, Mish. Um, but we would like to get down to the real root of this now. As an attention seeker, are we guessing that? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> that was so dismissive. Yeah. Nish, my love, when did you start desperately seeking attention? Were you pulling out your penis on the beach before? <laughs> Come on, tell us what's happening with you. I don't think I ever really sought to. Uh, I don't think I sought that kind of attention. I didn't really see. Oh, no, we, we neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, close on. <laughs> I think I probably. I have always been an attention seeker. I think yes. you're an attention seeker because either you didn't get enough attention when you were a child yeah. or you were too indulged and people gave you too much attention to begin with. And I think that that is, that is the situation that I was in. Like I think my parents and my family were yeah. too indulgent of me in, at quite a young age. And, you know, I just used to... I did just used to think that everyone thought I was the most charming man in the world. Were you one of those kids that were ever drawing or anything you brought back from school? Your parents would just be like, oh my God, <laughs> no, what a special little boy we got. I, no, I Frigid. I don't know, because I think my parents were always sort of relatively, I think in a good way, they were pretty harsh about some things. Like my, yeah. my, mm -hmm. dad, my dad just, the first time I played cricket for my school, my mum laughed for about 25 minutes afterwards oh. because she was like, that was dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are dreadful at sport but I think they were you know they sort of cultivated they, they liked I was quite a gobby child yeah as you might we, I think we probably <laughs> <laughs> as we might all be able to surmise um, and I think they indulged my sort of gobbiness so when in later life they got very upset by my choice of career there's a part yeah. of me that was like what did you think you were cultivating yeah. you did that <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any siblings that you were to share attention with? Yeah, I had. A, I have a younger brother who's four years younger than me, but he mm. was always. He was like he was really naughty when we were growing up. So oh, I mean, nice. I think that was his way of acting out for more attention. Yeah. But then, from the age of about five years old, he just became the much more sensible, normal brother. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and is that when you were just like, wait a second, yeah, I had it, I where's think, it gone? Yeah, I think so. But I then, but from school, the only things that I was particularly good at were like public speaking stuff. Here we go. Yeah. That this was my favorite oh, subject. That was actually the only thing. Oh, I once said to uh, my friend and the comedian, James Acaster, that uh -huh. I can't remember how this came up, but I said that in school, I was, I started doing debating yeah. when I was very young. And he said, oh, now everything makes sense. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, your whole personality yeah. can be explained by the fact that you, and also I was the like, the thing that I was good at in debates was being funny about whatever the issue oh, was. And right. he said, your personality and comedic output 
can be entirely explained by that one fact. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Was debate and big at your school? No, not really. Oh, was it just you on the debate team? Yeah, one really <laughs> keen, just one really yeah. keen teacher. Yeah, Nish, stay behind. Small, Let's chat. It was like there were there was like a small group of us, and there and there were a couple of very keen teachers, and so there was like there was a thing that not, <laughs> no, like, no, not that's exactly what not, I in, not in a me too way. Show us the thighs. Show us the thighs, boy. <laughs> where and where on this toy debater did your teacher touch? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like, there were, but there was like a debating club at school, and there were sort of there wasn't there was a mechanism in place for us to do it. But it was really weird because then when I was in sixth form, yeah. we used to debate against. Like I went to a grammar school, which is a sort of. In, in a way, is the worst type of school oh. because it's a free school, but you have to do an exam to get in. Oh, okay. yeah. so it's like yeah. it's like the ultimate arrogance because mm. everyone's like, "Not only are you smart, it costs you nothing." <laughs> I guess everyone here is the best. <laughs> but we, the only schools who did debating apart from us were like St Paul's and Westminster. These like oh, enormous, the fancy, fancy ones. So we did our when we did a debating competition, we did it in our school's chapel. <laughs> Which, and then when we did it in Westminster, we did it in their performance like hall with oh had a proper God. lighting rig. Like it was, you know, it Holy was. Shit. There are there are touring, there are art centres across this country that do not have the technical setup that these school children had. Yeah. It was absolutely. But ridiculous. realistically, how much do you need at school? Because at our school drama classes, all you ever wanted was one red spotlight, and you did a still image of power. <laughs> and for me, that was just eight <laughs> white kids shit. in Northeast Hampshire <laughs> with their hands in the air going. Power and the teacher being like ten points. Fucking <laughs> honestly, oh, moving oh. stuff like the Rwandan genocide, red spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was yeah. literally it. And that's art. Um, Were you guys both in plays? Um, yeah. Okay, right. I'm, my mum ran a drama school from our house because she lost her mind when I was six years old. Wow. But I was. Like, there's so much to unpack. Isn't there's there? so much. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she ran a drama school behind Fleet Service Station. Um, <laughs> what <about> Jake? <laughs> the Anne Bauer School of Drama. Um, <laughs> so um, my life was a play, but I was um, I was in two plays at school, but I wasn't allowed in them in year eleven because the drama teacher at school didn't like me because I knew she was having an affair. Look, oh. you say that every. Show. I'm still not fucking over it. My drama. T- That's t- like a trilogy of films, by the way. <laughs> what you just described. <laughs> Right, can I just make this very clear though? When you're, you'll understand this because your like world was debate then, right? Yeah. So that's where you fit in at school and that's where you felt really comfortable and that's where you felt like you were doing things that were good and people liked you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Same with you, like with the performing arts. Yeah. Same for me for the performing arts. Can you imagine then what it's like to be at school and the teacher be like, so everyone's in the school play, but you can't be in it because she told me I was too tall to be in the Greek chorus. Oh my God. I was devastated. Did she ever... Yeah, you are tall. So, just for the benefit of the listener, I am six foot one, but I've got a crack in pair of tits, and I feel like that's important to mention because <laughs> otherwise they're just going to be like, oh, bloody hell. Were you in place? Yeah, I did. Uh, when I was in, so when I was 11 years old, I was like, I, I, I moved to a new, a different school and my school was quite far away. Yeah. And there was, I, I only had one friend from my primary <laughs> That's school. A- yeah, I, and he, to be fair, he's still my friend now. We've, we've managed to make it, we've managed to make it last. So during, we used to get the bus to school. And so like on the bus, it was like, I had a friend and then yeah. I felt at school like initially quite nervous and then I made a couple of really good friends who again I'm still mates with now yeah. but it was the, one of the things that I felt 
made me feel okay at school was when I was 11 years old. This is gonna, like, well, as I tell this now, it seems so weird. But I was in a production of Waiting for Goddard. <laughs> our school, our English teacher at school, decided that Waiting for Goddard, like, you know, one of the most difficult plays. Yeah. He decided that Just was the school Just two people play. in the cast as well. No, there's, so there's four people in the cast. Oh shit, right? my bad. So there's Sorry. two, but the, no, there's two. It is the yeah. the, main, the bulk of it oh, is that two dog people. And man, come yeah, on. Yeah, that's or something. right. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I'm Sorry, there's five. I'm I I, I fucked it up. Not, I, no, don't be embarrassed. The that's it's bad fine. Is because not only was I in it, I studied it for my degree module. Fuck's <laughs> sake. So there's five characters, and the so there's two. It's mainly two characters yeah. for yeah. most of the play: Vladimir and Estragon, and then they have these other two guys that Lucky and Pozzo, who sort of pop in yeah. and then at the end of the two acts a boy comes in and so the main characters were all played by six formers and yeah. so obviously I played the boy because obviously also the, you know like an, an 11 year old versus I, I guess they were 17 yeah that you know that looks like an adult and a boy like the yeah. the, the changes yeah. it well it's yeah. not okay to have your thighs out and it's okay to have your thighs out that's the difference <laughs> there you go the Jones paradigm <laughs> <laughs> lovely curve of the hammer Nish just did the ultimate way the Jones paradigm <laughs> but yeah so... I think all five can get their thighs out when were you born 2002 thighs out thighs out come on show daddy your thighs wait so you were in Waiting for Godot. I can imagine if you were given the role of boy and they were older, that was like a really big deal. It was yeah. a really cool and fun thing. So, and, and one of the other weird things about it is to, the two guys that played Vladimir and Estragon yeah. are now both comedians. What? Ian yeah. McKellen and Pat No. Yeah. 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 It's, it's Michael McIntyre <laughs> and Chris Rock, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful production. Um, it's Jerry Howell, who's a comedian yeah. and an actor, and Matty Crosby. Who's, yeah. So I, I was at school. Matthew Crosby, great sketch comedian yeah. in Pappies and, and a brilliant comedian and writer. We How were all awesome. at the same school together. Yeah. And like the girls' school that is, uh, I didn't know this at the time, but the girls' school that's down the road from us, uh, Josie Long was at that school what? at the same time. Yeah. Crazy. No. Yeah. And my mum says, like, was there something in the water? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, boredom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, this is the suburbs of London. This is the Kent suburbs of London. Oh, my God. Which one? Which Kent suburb? Orpington. Sidcup. Orpington. Orpington. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, I just think maybe there was nothing else to do. So it yeah. sort of forced people to be kind of creative. But anyway, we did that production. And, that, and then I was in... Pygmalion when I was in sixth form yeah. but I played the like goofy boyfriend yeah so like I, we didn't we they, they didn't really do that many plays at our school and but I I I was cast as the kind of goofy comedic yeah. boyfriend and oh, then I was gosh. the boy in Wayne Forgot It but it was so cool because suddenly like I knew sixth formers yeah and it's, it's funny to think of now because Crosby is yeah. a, you know I'm I was a really dear friend of mine <laughs> so but at the funny. time it was like it was cool because it meant like like I remember a kid pushed me in the corridor and then uh, Shondit Berman Roy I guess I could say his name because yeah, I'm being complimentary yeah definitely name and shame oh no oh no name the bully who played uh, Lucky uh, yeah. was like suddenly came up to the guy in the game it's like sixth form versus first year and was like don't ever be <laughs> he's the boy <laughs> yeah and uh, what was really cool was that we were able to do that for oh, my Nish, brother. Oh, Nish, there's when nothing he... no, yeah, cool yeah. about this. Let's be <laughs> really, really clear. But... You're talking excitedly about playing a boy in Waiting for Godot <laughs> at school. That's, yeah, sorry, I don't want to be a bitch. But, but when yeah. my brother joined the school, I was in sixth form. Now, what what you think I'm going to say here is I went and threatened. Of course I didn't. That's yeah. not threatening at all. Yeah. My friend Chris Hampson went into the changing rooms where, like, we used to change in this, like, something that surely 
was illegal but it was like this like weird like long corridor it was like i mean from a health and safety perspective it was just really dirty but the whole my brother's whole year were there and my friend chris hampson walked in it was like just can everyone just shut up for a second and they all just fell silent. And he pointed at my brother and went, if anyone messes with him, I will genuinely kill you. Oh and, then just, and then just walked out and no one ever bullied my brother. Amazing. <laughs> that is powerful. Yeah, it was great stuff. It was great stuff. But yeah, it, it sort of gave me, it gave me a bit of a hook and legitimized I'm me. I'm so glad you were at that school because I'm really worried if you went to a different school. <laughs> That being part of the drama society isn't necessarily yeah. the same standing at your school. But have you guys seen the Spider-Man Homecoming film? No, I've seen Legally yeah. Blonde. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the school in spider Because the, the, I often find... I mean, this is relevant for the podcast, yeah. I guess. I often find with lots of like coming-of-age films, yeah. I, I can't really relate to any yeah. of the kids in it. And the Spider-Man Homecoming and then, and then Lady Bird, oh, I think are the two like, coming-of-age movies... Yeah. That I really yeah. most related to. Yeah. Lady Bird Lady. and I, Tonya as well. <laughs> <laughs> really, that one really hit your, home. Your childhood must be a film. <laughs> we must make the film of your childhood. <laughs> I, Tonya, please. <laughs> well, you said Lady Bird before. Yeah, I love Lady Bird. Well, every car journey. My mum um, got divorced uh, a couple of years ago. And it just comes back up every now and again. And um, we were, this is awful. Like Easter, which was like two weeks ago when we were recording this, we were driving to Basingstoke and um, she just put on Joni Mitchell both sides now and started tearing up. And I was like, I can't, I can't. I don't know what to do. She's like, I've looked at love from both sides now. And I was like, I'll get out of the car, I'll get out of the car now. Drop me for Farnborough, drop me for Farnborough. <laughs> But Ladybird, I mean, I'm the exact same age as Ladybird, like yeah. in the in the movie. So yeah. I I remember that period yeah. of like going to parties with yeah. Justin Timberlake songs yeah. playing, and like it's, so. But it also, I think that that it really captured. There's a real argument in that film for making something as specific as possible yeah. in order yeah. to make it as universal as possible. Yeah. Because yeah. watching that. And thinking, God, this girl growing up in Sacramento and her relationship with her mum, yeah. it resonated with me mm. so much mm. as a bearded thirty-year-old man. <laughs> like it was, but it was—it's the tenor of that relationship that I really recognise. Yeah. Where you can like be—it's so, so good. But that's what my relationship with both my parents is like. Yeah. It's like you. It's, oh really? Yeah. It's like you're all. Everyone's like. Ed Gamble, who's another comedian friend of mine, yeah. he's on tomorrow. It. Oh, great! Yeah. Good. Oh, he's got plenty of good stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He basically says that he finds it difficult to be in the room when I'm speaking to my parents because he never knows whether we're having an argument. Or not. Oh. <laughs> God, just the, the, you know that thing where they're having an argument and then suddenly they both start admiring a dress. Yeah. That is the yeah. nature yeah. of my whole relationship with my parents. It's just it just exists at quite a strained pitch. Yeah. But it's loving. It's just it's very like, loving. Yeah. Yeah. It's very lovely. Not smooth. But I think that's good because like... See, I love Lady Bird, yeah. but I cannot relate to it. Because your mum loves you loads yeah. and you have a great relationship yeah. and you talk very freely. Yeah. Oh, the Jones. Well, the Joneses are delightful people. I know, and I met They're them in a really people. bad way, so I think they hate me. Because Rosie was with them all in Edinburgh in the Dome, and I'd been drinking, and I saw her, and I was like, "Look who it is, fucking Rosie Jones, fucking, fucking slut. Put your tits away, put your tits away, Jones." And then Rosie just turned around, just looked at me with that smile, where you're like, "I've done something. I don't know what it is." And she went, "These are my parents." 
Oh my god. <laughs> I want some bats to be happy. I know. I, I had a fag hanging out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was really not a good time for me. I want that. Hi, Helen. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> not good. <laughs> so has it always been strange? It's not, it's, the thing is, it's not strange. No. It's just, we all just, we no, sort of express. No, it's strange. Yeah. Talk to us about it. It's just it. all of the emotions yeah. are turned up to the absolute maximum yeah. volume. Amazing. And so we've always been very close and, and at the same time also just scream and shout at each other. Yeah. It's just, I think it's quite, it's probably quite a healthy relationship yeah. in yeah. a lot of ways, I yeah. think, you know, like, and, um, but yeah, it's, I think sometimes my parents are baffled by me. But I think that I'm the absolute byproduct of their personalities. Yeah. You know, like yeah. my my mum is always like, "Why are you always arguing with white people on television?" <laughs> <laughs> That's mainly what my mum says. But like a lot of the kind of argumentative streak is something that they really fostered, yeah. and they're both people who are quite sort of strident and assertive. And so, if you have two parents like that, there is a chance that you might not end up with a grand compromiser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think around my teenage years was when my mom observed that I went a bit... My whole family is oh. like... My aunt said to me, like was talking to me about my one of my young cousins and she was saying that he's you know he was struggling to fit at school a yeah. couple of yeah. years ago and she said maybe you could talk to him and I said why and she went well you know you're a bit weird and I was like what? No. and then it's like my whole family's like yeah you were a bit weird yeah. I think it's because when I was a teenager I got really into Bob Dylan yeah. That's Which not is a, weird. That's kind of cool. Well, I think so it felt cool. weird at the time. Okay. All I wanted to talk about was Bob Dylan and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and I think in 2001. Oh, no. Tragic. <laughs> what was wrong with the crazy frog? <laughs> yeah. The rest of us were fine with the crazy Bob frog. Play, My name's Nish and I like Bob Dylan. Good luck losing your virginity, son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and, you know, it was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> what a guess. <laughs> 
you know what Nesh we'd really love to get to know a bit more about that time of your life no yeah. like did you ever me and Rosie both have a horrible habit of um, when we fall for someone um, sort of using like attention seeking qualities in ourselves yes. to get their attention like I went through a phase of really fancying someone and just showing up wherever they were working and just sort of being there oh. full face of makeup great dress on being like oh what a coincidence you're here and it's like oh how did you know I've seen your schedule um, <laughs> were you ever like that or have you been like easy breezy beautiful no no I was so desperate desperate <laughs> and like I was I would have been too shy to do that kind of thing I think I think that was yeah. the thing like mm. I was a little shy boy so and so I think did you like people from a ditch yes that was my vibe yeah because it was you know it was the idea of having to talk to a girl for me when I was about You're not 15. making eye contact with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I've regressed. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't panic. <laughs> Do a couple of breaths. Look at Daddy. It was the idea of Daddy. <laughs> Respect her. <laughs> right, what makes you nervous about talking to girls? The idea <laughs> when I was a teenager of speaking to girls was it was it felt like such a monumental thing. Yeah. And I, it was just, I was, I think I was so embarrassed to say, I fancy you, that I was just like, well, I'll just keep it inside and maybe that'll be fine. <laughs> like, you just look at her longingly, tragically yeah, exactly. across the classroom yeah, yeah, being like, yeah. this is a movie, but it's yet to be made. Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. Also, I was Lord. pretty, at the time, convinced that I was going to marry Buffy Summers. So I think, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Should we just quickly say that you didn't? Just so <laughs> everyone knows at home. I just don't want anyone to be Not like, searching. Wandy! <laughs> Did, how was your full relationship with her though in your it head it was great yeah. god yeah. did she like Bob happily. Dylan too she loved Bob Dylan <laughs> go on Nish put the record she, on again she protected me from uh, evil so was it Buffy or Sarah Michelle I mean yeah, yeah, you have to say both technically yeah. it was a hybrid but it was really Buffy <laughs> <laughs> really buffy <laughs> that you the superpowers were definitely a part of it yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> who did you fancy when you were watching stuff on tv did you have like an obsessive say because i was a, a secret gay from yeah. myself i was like a really like superman Superman is Was that the straightest thing you could think of? You were like, Superman! No, but then when I worked it out, I was like, I love Superman. But only the scenes with Lois Lane. So which Lois are we talking about? Terry. Oh my God! I snap. 100% snap. Yes. Terry the Desperate Housewife. That, uh, is that? I don't. I'm literally yeah. not here. Terry yeah. Hatcher. And the the very strange thing is that you and I now have friends who are friends with Terry Hatcher. Shut up. Yeah. Who? Look, Ashling B knows her. No. Yeah. So uh, again, I don't know why I didn't know why I was a gay, but what is a Bond film? Is it? Tomorrow never dies. Yes, yes. Um, that scene with Terry Hatcher. Yeah. <laughs> when he he, he takes yeah. he unzips 
and do it and that life falls away and she isn't wearing a bra I used to remind all the time I'd be like again again Again, and I had no idea why I liked so, it. So, great news is she's actually divorced, uh, Terry Hatcher, so she is available. <laughs> Jones's yeah, eyes dude. just lit up. <laughs> she she yeah. did Celebrity Bake Off with oh, really? Ashley, so that's how Ashley knows her, yeah. And it's like, I don't think I ever really want to meet her because I think yeah. I would be simply too embarrassed. You'd call her Lois or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd call her Lois. It's why I never <laughs> yeah. really want to meet Sarah Michelle Gellar. You, t- you can't really meet people who are responsible no. for early bonus. No. I remember wanking once to a film and I'm still like trying to unpack what it yeah. was about that what scene. What was the film? So start off a ten. <laughs> <laughs> she loves a quiz. <laughs> quiz! You got it right! You got it right! Mum! Close the door! Close the door! Yeah. And I think I need to like go to a uh, like a psychoanalyst, but it was James McAvoy. Um, his dad died, and then he tells Joan, <laughs> please, everyone. Like, his dad died, and he's on this date with Alice Eve and James McAvoy. Oh, oh my god, her. yeah, her body, fucking hell. Um, James McAvoy starts crying, telling her about it, and I was like, oh my god, like you know when your hand is there, and you're like, when, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is around the time when like you can you watch it once and you can't there's not a DVD do you no. know it's like on TV so you yeah. have to go to your room and like you know that, um, stage of masturbation where it was just like fantasies in your own head and replaying before you've yeah. access to the pornos yeah. and it was just like that was like a replay I had for like three months the same as like every masturbation Shame. fantasy to spice any it up inclination of, or is that one of those things where you, on reflection you just go you know what zip that up pop that in a lot like no, because I tell people yeah. that's the problem but no you, you, do you have any indication of what it was about that scene at all I think I like weak crying men not that it's weak yeah. to be crying because your dad's died but I think he was being yeah. vulnerable yeah. and I think because like you're so used to sort of guys yeah. being like alright alright yes, yes, so I was yes. just sort of like oh my god he's being vulnerable and like my twat twinged yeah. and he's also a he is somebody that lots of ladies do fancy. Like, oh, he's crazy fuckable, man. Crazy fuckable. No. Rosie. Yeah, but Rosie doesn't... You're not exactly his target market, are you, Jonesy? Like, he's not in your wheelhouse, shall we say. Guys, I'm going to be the professional here and keep it all together. How about that? Well done, Helen. That was sarcastic and bitchy. Yeah. Nesh. I'm going to psychoanalyze you because, you know, in my 20s, so I feel like I've earned it. Yeah. Um, no, it's okay. Just like, just look at me. Look at me in my eyes so I can feel it. You're a mess. Um, <laughs> Nish, I think you do have an attention problem, but I think you found a great outlet through, for it yeah. through your comedy. And I think you're doing great in general. I think that you're aware of when you're seeking attention and you've really honed it. I am concerned that you think that it was cool to debate and be in these drama plays mm. and that all your anecdotes are about these guy friends doing great things around you and yeah. it sounds much like you were just there yeah. which would explain the attention problems now I'm going to pass it over to daddy so, as you know I am daddy <laughs> don't laugh at her please be respectful don't to your father and if I was your daddy I will be there, front row, 
Ah, I will bring a friend and sitting next to me will be one but face away <laughs> <laughs> and after the after the year let's face it absolutely smash the other team. He's thirteen, if he's debating with Buffy in the he's gonna have a boner. No, she's in that all day. Yeah, but he's going to see her and just lose it. No, we're too much in the zone. Oh, okay, he's focused on his debate. But I wouldn't, you wouldn't, and then she gets so horny. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a slip she and slide of herself. Then... <laughs> She then undips her dress <laughs> <laughs> and she's not wearing a bra. <laughs> she never does, why would she? Do you know what I mean? And Modern woman. Little Nick. <laughs> Wait, and you're there all the time with Daddy. Absolutely fine. Carry on. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there in the corner eating my Nando's. Eating my own. Slice. Eating my own slice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy, for that lovely story. Honestly, we're so proud of you, son. <laughs> An absolute pleasure. Honestly, it's been a joy. Thank you very much for having me. No, thank you. And also, when we got stuck trying to think of questions to ask you, thank you for talking and helping us think. Yeah, that was super great. cute. Honestly, so you've been great. ten points. Thank um, you, Nick. Thanks, guys. Um, everyone follows you on Twitter already. <laughs> everyone follows Nish on everything yeah. already. But if you everyone don't, everyone knows who you are. There's literally going to be no one listening to this being like, "Oh, Nish Kumar. I wonder if he's. Uh, I wonder if we've got any shows coming up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But are you doing Edinburgh this year? I will be there. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How long for? I'll be there for the whole month. Shut up. Yeah. I'm, I'm only doing shows for the last. I'm doing the last six days. Oh, of the festival. nice. Yeah. Can we hang out? Yeah. I was planning on it. Every day. Yeah, sure. Great. <laughs> so far, I got called needy. That's bullshit. <laughs> Every single day. Well, go see Nish Kumar and everything he's doing because he's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thanks, guys. Nish. Thanks, son. Thank you very much. See ya. Bye. 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 One, new voice message. New voice messages. Oh, hi, Sophie Duca. It's comedian Helen Bauer here. Um, Just been hanging out with Rosie Jones, your friend of mine, TV's Rosie Jones. And we were thinking we'd love to have you on our podcast if you'd be willing to come on. I know you're incredibly busy, incredibly talented, and my God, what a body. But we'd love, love, love to talk to you about how you became you, like what made Sophie Duca the Sophie Duca we all know and love today. Call me back, my sweet angel. Love you so much. All the best now. All the best. Helen. Deleted. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.